0: Glory be to the Father.
1: Light of the East is also supported
0: by Eastern Christian Publications, where you can find the prayers of the Catholic Byzantine Daily Office at ecpubs.com and easternchristianmedia.com, a broadband network for you to learn more about the
1: Eastern Catholic Churches. That's easternchristianpublications.com. Christ is risen, indeed he is risen. Welcome to Light of the East. I am Father Thomas Lawyer, your host. As you move through these post-resurrection Sundays and appearances of Christ and the stories that are in the scripture, they really are quite dramatic. In fact, the liturgical tradition in the church, and especially in the Eastern churches, is actually very dramatic. A lot of the liturgical services are done in the form of almost like a dialogue, almost like you're watching a movie. And There's reasons for this, reasons that Jesus chose to have very dramatic stories and how the church tells them in very dramatic ways liturgically. Because for whatever reason, God made us human beings to love stories. I know that I do a lot of public speaking, and I notice that other people who I watch who do public speaking as well, whenever we public speakers come to the point in our talk or presentation, when you say something like, let me tell you a story, or there was a story about... Believe me, you get the audience's attention immediately. There's something about the way we're made, that we love drama. We love learning and experiencing things through a story. In fact, G.K. Chesterton once said that in order to believe in God, all you have to do is think of it this way. All of life, the world, creation is like a story. And if there's a story, there has to be an author. Well, this is a season also in which we're moving towards the summer days. And oftentimes we hear in our culture, summer blockbusters. I enjoy going to movies, especially when there are summer blockbusters. There's not always a summer blockbuster, but most of the time there is. There's some really great movies. So drama, storytelling, is only a part of the Scripture. It's a part of how we learn. It's a part of the church, a part of the church's prayer. And it's how we learn about God as well. We have a special guest on our program today, Light of the East, And he is a storyteller. He's a filmmaker. His name is Eric Groth. Eric, welcome to Light of the East. Christ has risen, Eric. Welcome to Light of the East. Indeed, he has risen. Eric, start off by telling us about yourself.
2: Yes, um, my name is Eric, as mentioned, and uh, I'm married to my wife, Becky, for 27 years now, and we have a family of eight children. Our oldest is 22, all the way down to seven. We have six boys and two girls. (laughs) A uh, movie
1: waiting to happen.
2: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, as I met a lot of our kids have been in some of the short films <laughs> we've done over the years. I am the president and CEO of ODB Films, outside the box. For the last twelve years, we have focused predominantly on creating short films for Catholic teens. Short films being in the two to eight minute range. Mm. We've produced, as I mentioned, over two hundred films. Used in religious ed programs, used in Catholic schools in youth ministry programs, used on retreats and things like that. So we've tried to hit on a number of different topics for teens um, based on studying and learning catechesis, the catechism and all kinds of things about our faith. In 2014, we kind of started some new territory and launched into creating uh, short feature films. The first feature film we produced is called Full of Grace. Mm -hmm. Full of Grace is a story that takes place 10 years after the resurrection of Christ. It's a story about Peter and Mary and really in that span, uh, what's going on in the life of the church, what was going on in Peter's life as Mm -hmm. leader of the church, and we tried to imagine in the story too what might have our blessed mother our lady's role been like mm-hmm. in the role in the lives of the young apostles
1: and you also have that film in in spanish as well right?
2: that's right we were really blessed by our sunday visitor who mm-hmm. provided a grant for us to translate and dub the film into spanish so llena de gracia mm-hmm. is available it's a beautiful dub um we got some really great Spanish-speaking actors in the mm-hmm. studio, and recorded a dub. You, you, you watch the first minute, and you forget you're not even watching something that was spoken in that uh-huh. language. And it was a, it was an honor for us to be able to reach out and to serve and to try to serve the Hispanic culture more. Mm-hmm. Walmart has released it into uh, specifically into the stores that they define as more of Hispanic zones mm-hmm. in the country.
1: You mentioned that you targeted at least in, in your first efforts and and still are uh, teens. Yeah. Uh, I think this has something to do with your own history, doesn't it?
2: That's right. Um, I grew up in a a parish in the Chicago suburbs, west suburbs, uh, St. John Newman in St. Charles, Illinois, and had a really good experience of faith growing up in my parish, a good, young, vibrant community. It was a new parish community. They hired a brand-new youth minister who is is just an on-fire, passionate Mm -hmm. Catholic, very evangelical in his spirit, and really learned in that moment of my life and saw how we can utilize the the media and the things that are available for us to to very creatively present the gospel to the Mm -hmm. young church. And so we were utilizing things, big screens and lights doing shadow <laughs> mimes and slide projectors <laughs> and using the boombox with the music and putting it all together quote unquote in a kind of a multimedia <laughs> kind of fashion but it really gave me a vision for sharing the gospel in creative ways mm-hmm. and using digital art mm-hmm. digital media uh to do that it was really um a, a laid a groundwork for me that was important
1: now people can find out about your obtain your your creativity from where
2: Yep. You can visit us at
1: odb, odbfilms.com. O-D as in duh, like in Chicago. I mean, duh, <laughs> like as in Chicago. Absolutely. <laughs> Cause, cause it used to be, it actually meant out of the box, right? Outside the box, yeah. <laughs> Outside the box.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, the, we really, um, we're a, a 501c3 not-for-profit mm-hmm. ministry. And our mission is to help foster an encounter with Christ through mm-hmm. artfully made and spiritually rich films. And what really drove us was just our experiences and and the experience being a lack of good, solid, friendly, teen-relevant Catholic Mm -hmm. media pieces. And so we created those pieces and really wanted to do things differently, Mm -hmm. you know, not just the talking head on the VHS tape Mm -hmm. and and which, you know, has a place right. for sure in teaching us faith, but we really wanted to yes. utilize that young attention well, span. Well, you know,
1: Eric, because I mentioned earlier, when you, when you really look at the liturgy of the church, the prayer of the church, you know, it, it's lights, camera, action. Let's face it, it's got icons, we got statues, we got incense, we got stained glass windows, everything has its place and setting, mm. you know? And then this this drama, I'm not, saying that, I'm not saying that liturgy is theater, but it certainly incorporates the same things of theater because we're telling a story. Not only are telling a story, we're immersing ourselves in that story in that drama we are those characters especially in liturgy and that's why uh, things like filmmaking uh, plays theater storytelling is vital to us as human beings but also with with someone like yourself we have to realize in this day and age it's a it's a vital means of evangelization Mm -hmm. because it is how we learn it's how we it's how we absorb really by storytelling
2: absolutely And, and and you know i look at good Storytelling, good films as those beautiful Caravaggio paintings or the stained glass windows. I talk in my language. (laughs) I stared at, you know, as a young child, maybe distracted or floating off into space, but being able to look in the church and see those stories being told in Mm. in the windows or. You know, praying the family rosary and dad opening up the family Bible to the pictures in the middle. And yeah. I could see those paintings of Jesus calming the storm on the mm-hmm. sea or Samson destroying the temple and things that just kind of brings your spirit and mind alive. And
1: as they would say in the
2: business, that those were
1: still shots. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yet they engaged you and you, you had the whole story in your mind as you looked at the still shot, you know, because mm-hmm. the effectiveness of the, the painting, you know, the, the portrayal, the representation and, and then you then take it to this medium of, of film. So you do shorts, and then you do uh, features, features.
2: Yep. So the shorts, um, we, we got into the features because a friend had asked me if we had any films on Lives of the Saints. Mm. And one thing led to another. We started to explore that. We didn't really have many films on the Saints and got some other producers involved in the conversation. And it led us into doing not just a short film, but what we thought was going to be an hour-long film, which ended up becoming a feature-length film. And uh, so we're, we've finished the first one, as I shared a little bit, of, uh, Full of Grace, mm-hmm. um, and we're moving on now to a film on the Apostle Paul.
1: Well, when we return, we're gonna talk more about the connection between liturgy, the church, art, and film when we return. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Every day, Father Loya posts a brief two-minute
0: Facebook video on the Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish homepage. You'll be amazed at what you can learn just by watching Send a check made out to Annunciation Parish at 14610 Wilcook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois 60491. And may God grant you.
2: This is Archbishop Salvatore Cordiglione of the Archdiocese of San Francisco, and you are listening to
0: Light of the East. It's no secret that. Father Loya, and other speakers from the Tabor Life Institute are available to speak at your parish or group on marriage and family topics seen through the lens of St. John Paul II's Theology of the Body. Other topics include... At Earthlink.net.
1: Christ has risen, indeed he has risen. Welcome back to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loyal, your host. As I've mentioned many times before, we do enjoy hearing from our listeners, and I want to thank all of you who have written to me recently. I especially want to thank those of you who are serving time in prison. We consider that to be a very special ministry here at Light of the East. I want to thank David, who's serving time in South Carolina in a prison. I don't give out last names of the prisoners, but David probably knows who he is if he's listening in, and I hope he is. Thank you for your wonderful letter, David. Uh, I will try to get back to you as best I can. can't always do it, but I will try. But remember one thing. We really, really appreciate hearing from those of you, especially who are in prison and who hear us. We consider that to be a very, very special outreach of our work here at Light of the East. So thank you again, David, and thank you all of you who listen in to Light of the East. If you want to email us, the best email to use is taborlife at earthlink.net, taborlife at earthlink.net. Our guest today is Eric Groth, who is from odbfilms.com, is a filmmaker, storyteller, and we're making a connection between the high drama of the life of Christ and the scripture stories that we move through and how that is expressed and done so ingeniously through the liturgy, in a sense, the theater of the church, and how storytelling is one of the best ways that we not only learn something and learn about God, but the way we literally immerse ourselves into that drama. I always tell my people at church during these days that, that are just so scriptural, I say to them, remember, scripture is not a history lesson. These stories, these dramas, that's us. We're these people. We're Judas. You know, We're the apostles. We're Christ. We're the Virgin Mary. We're all these people in that story, whether they're the good ones, the bad ones, or anything in between. The Scripture is our story. It's forever new, forever alive. And that's why something like filmmaking, especially as applied to Catholic kinds of topics and messages, is really so vital. And it's so much connected with really what is the soul of our of our faith, of our spirituality, of liturgy. I guess as I mentioned is Eric, Eric, tell us about, for example, if you say you make a 2 to 5 minute movie, a film. Tell me, how does that how long does it take to make that? How complex sure. is that? We you know, we see the finished product. They oh they, they just came on stage and you know, they worked for 5 minutes and they went home. You know, there's the movie.
2: Right, right. <laughs> no, you know, looking at our body of work, um, there's a there's a variety of processes and some certainly take longer than others. The last four years, five years, we've worked on a four-year film series for teens we call the Video Catechism or the VCAT. And that's a 60-film series that we broke up into four segments, like the catechism is broken up into segments, creeds, sacraments, morality, and prayer. And so first we start out by looking, what are we working on? I'll take the, the, uh, the sacraments volume, for example. Mm-hmm. We produced a film on each of the sacraments. Uh, We also produced on that a film about the mass, the liturgy. Mm -hmm. We also produced not just a film on each sacrament, but a film on the different types of sacraments, the sacraments of healing, the sacraments of initiation, the sacraments of service. And so as we look at kind of the big picture, what do we want to produce? What do we we need to produce? And, And we're asking those questions a lot, asking others in the field, in youth ministry, what do you need? what's out there what would be valuable for you to use with your curriculum and mm-hmm. your programs then we kind of kind of decide on, on specifics and and we'll begin with the whole script writing process mm-hmm. uh, and what do we want to produce, knowing that we want to stay within a 2 to 5 minute range mm-hmm. i'll mm-hmm. use an example of the film we have on our site you can watch called get up and walk mm-hmm. it was a story that basically a modern day telling we used that as the way as the film to introduce the sacraments of healing and it was mm-hmm. the modern day telling of, of the, the injured man who his friends lowered him through the roof to mm-hmm. bring him to Jesus mm-hmm. for healing. And so we, for that one, we needed to find a location. We found a local <laughs> spot to use. Yeah. It was more of an urban feel. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the characters weren't in, in first century robes. They were mm-hmm. in jeans. And so it was very mm-hmm. modern day. But we wrote the script on that and then started to figure out characters, actors, who do we need? You know, what's our budget going to be? We try to keep our short films in a really frugal budget. Is, is even
1: for you, is there a lot in the kind of work you do, is a lot in the so-called editing
2: Yes, you know, and I, for me, I, it was, I've had the joy of being able to do all the components throughout the years (laughs) as someone who's not formally trained in Mm -hmm. the field. You kind of learn to do it all, especially Mm -hmm. when you're a small film company. Mm -hmm. So I learned to shoot, I learned to edit, I Mm -hmm. learned to um, produce um, Mm -hmm. and what, what all that takes. Um, So it's, you know, but it's, it's, it's a joy. It's just such a, a wonderful process. I love the filmmaking process because you get a, you know, a variety of people involved and you're working on something together as a team Mm -hmm. and it gives you a chance to, to use your gifts and skills. And especially in editing to me and, and editing is just a wonderful moment to tell a story Mm -hmm. and to cut together a story, Mm -hmm. um, that can best communicate the message that we want to communicate but also lay out there a story that will allow people to kind of dive in with their life and their own experiences and connect their story to it as well.
1: Yeah, again, that's an interesting point you brought up about connect the audience connecting their story. It seems to me that to communicate the message that we want to communicate, obviously you want to communicate God's truth, right? Mm-hmm. You want to inspire people to Christ, to God. Well, you don't do that as sometimes as a tendency, I I believe, is you don't do it by necessarily overtly putting God or putting catechism or, or preaching on the screen. You know, it's not, you don't want to direct the audience, okay, this is what we want you to believe. Now, I've been to some movies, but, you know, in all due respect, God bless their attempts and all that. And some of these attempts are are still early, I think, on in, this, in the whole history of things. But I will sit there and I'll, and I'll feel myself like almost being kind of being led or contrived in a way. Okay, we went, we want the audience to think pro-life. So we're going to put pro-life thing there and they're going to come walk out of the theater being convinced that there should be pro-life etc etc and i think that doesn't work it kind of turns an audience off you you want the audience to you want to put a great story up there i think you know Mm -hmm. you want to the audience to be able to in a sense come to their own conclusion Mm -hmm. like right absolutely because
2: they have to engage in it right they got to see themselves in the story yeah got to see their own walk and their own experience and And what, no matter what denomination they might be from, or even if they're a non believer or whatever, that there's just some basic human experiences and and areas that you really want to help people to focus on and see about human dignity and all kinds of things that don't have to be connected to a specific catechetical point in our faith, but that is. God's truth and God's Mm -hmm. grace and God's experience can come out in those experiences as you would understand it. You know, we we speak all different languages Mm -hmm. and yet you can see a piece of art and it's not in a language yes and it can make sense to whoever you are wherever you're from
1: you know i think oftentimes a movie can and should try to do what often hear the 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 well-known catholic speaker and writer matthew kelly say he says oftentimes that i'm just trying to get people to think to reflect maybe Mm -hmm. just stop for a moment and look at things a little bit differently i can't expect to be converting people on the spot and making them great catechists all of a sudden i'm just trying to get them to, you know, to think, you know, to to be moved somehow. And I and I think that's sometimes what a purpose of a, of a movie should be. Because let's face it, as you said, there's people out there who who are not Catholic. You know, I mean, they're not always going to be. They're going to you're going to want you're especially going to want them to watch these things, right? To bring the good news to them. And and so if you can just get them to hear something different, to be moved, mm-hmm. at least even to reflect on themselves, like like if they project. Uh, into the movie uh, with a certain character, they can project themselves into that character. They might walk away from that movie being a little more reflective you know, about mm-hmm. their lives and all that. And that's the thing that can lead them then to the the rest of the story, you know, right. the, the, the the catechetical understanding and the theology and all that. But but people oftentimes aren't there yet. Right. Just getting them just to identify with a character or story or message and to reflect and you know, assimilate into their life, whether they're believers or not. Right. I think that would—that's one of the great, I think, missions or powers of, of filmmaking, and I think it's one that even you know Catholic filmmakers should understand today. I think they'd be very effective in that
2: way. Yeah, it really allows you to explore all kinds, and in, even introduce new concepts mm. in non-threatening ways that aren't. You know, so rigid that you were, we're saying this is this is what you have to believe, or this is what you have to think, yes. or this is what you have to feel. Exactly. But that we can say, here is a common experience. Right. And how do you connect to that? Yes.
1: Well, Eric, thank you so much for all the work that you're doing. And again, if people want to uh, acquire your movies and, and see what you're doing, they can go to.
2: Yep, ODB Films. That's OD as in duh. Films.com.
1: ODB Films. Eric, I can't thank you enough for all that you're doing. I'm a man of the arts myself, so I really appreciate this art form that you're pursuing and the way that you're pursuing it. You know, it's very important in how we pursue this art form, especially for, for Catholic efforts today. And we want to really get the message across and, and let it touch an audience. So again, thank you for being part of us here. Way. And I want to thank all of you for listening, for writing to us, all of your kindness, and I hope you're having a most blessed Paschal season. Christ is risen. Indeed, he is risen. I'm Father Thomas Loia on Light of the East. To hear Light of the East again, visit ByzantineCatholic.com and click
0: on the Features and Programs tab and on iTunes. Thank you for listening to Light of the East. We encourage you to tell a friend about Light of the East and to visit ByzantineCatholic.com. Light of the East is produced by ADC Media. WTN Radio for the reason that Mother Angelica founded this entire enterprise. She always saw this as a spiritual growth network. It was to be an enterprise in media that reached people in all aspects of their life. She saw this as a, a holistic approach to reaching the whole person in the middle of the world and bringing them
1: truth and life. Raymond Arroyo thinks Catholic Radio is important. So should you. Thank you for listening.